When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply time to talk uh, women's football we'll be talking a lot of women's football in the next few months uh, and around the football world cup of course uh, we are co-hosting it uh, with australia everyone knows that and everyone knows at the moment uh, that our side are not displaying the form the kind of form that we would like going into such a big occasion uh, now Maya jackman joins us now and Maya, of course is a legendary new zealand footballer with 50 appearances against her name uh, and 12 goals 12 goals I see, my, my goodness me, yet Kirkland Clover would pay big money at the moment to buy one of your goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think she would. Um, it's definitely an area that we're, we're really, we've really struggled in and, and have for a long time. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what, what the answer is there, but we definitely need some goals, that's for sure. Well, uh, we have an opportunity to score some tonight at North Harbour Stadium, uh, Meyer, and uh, of course it's at 7 o'clock tonight where we have a, the second of a double header against uh, Argentina. Uh, I'm hoping for at least a goal and a performance uh, out of that. Um, what, are you, what are you hoping for? Oh, the same, Smithy. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously the last two performances have been um, beyond uh, below par, that's for sure. So um, I know that they will come out with a, a little bit more edge than even from Monday, I'm, I'm hoping. And so um, they know they've got to score goals and they know they've got to perform particularly in the um, attacking third. And that's something that we've really, really struggled with. So... Um, five months out. It's a big. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot to fix in a short amount of time. So I'm hoping that tonight that they display something that can give us a little bit of um, a glimmer of hope moving forward. What I, I looked at the other night, and uh, I, I watched uh, quite um, quite closely the game against Argentina, and it just seems to me we don't string enough phases of play together where we hold on to the ball long enough to construct enough. No, we don't. We can't. We can't hold on to that position. We 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 make poor decisions. That final that final pass doesn't make it. If we are in the in the attacking third, um, the decisions we're making in the attacking third are poor decisions. We're not composed enough in that attacking third. But to even get into the attacking third is is difficult as well. So it's starting from either the defending or the midfield, we're uh, not able to get that pass completion rate high enough to, to keep the ball and keep possession and then do something with it. Maya, I was uh, interested in a quote uh, that I read uh, from uh, the coach, the head coach, uh, Jitka Klimkova, and she said, we need changes in our behaviours on the field and off the field. And I found that a little bit puzzling. Uh, is this a happy group, do you think? I think it's a, a group that's... Um, Maybe feeling the pressure a little bit from what's about to they're about to embark on. Um, it's a a group that hasn't been consistent over the last however long um, Yitka's had them. So you know we we look at COVID and all those types of things and the inability to play a lot of international football and getting the the same girls into those um, matches consistently have been really hard. So. 
you've got a lot of um, girls that are coming in for the first time or, um, you know, not used to playing with each other. So are still finding their feet as, as they, you know, trying to figure out who they are as a group, I think. I don't, you wouldn't say it's an unhappy group. It's just a, a group that, you know, who, what, what do they stand for? I'm not sure they know just yet. So that's something that they have to really work on, like what, what, who, how they want to be remembered, all that type of stuff. There's lots of stuff that you can do off the field, but I think Yitka said that it also has to, you know, translate onto the field as well. Um, and mm. you can do all the, the culture stuff in the world. Um, and but, but you've got to make it happen on the field sometimes. Yeah, I think she said the, the dividends have got to be higher on, on the field, no matter what's going on off the field. And it's if you not, look I, at these Okay, right, okay, so uh, that's good to hear. Maya, I, I just look at the squad that's uh, currently playing and because of the results, I just wonder, this close to a World Cup, uh, how how close um, Yitka Klimkova can possibly be with her final squad? How, how, how close do you think, in your mind, she is? Um, she, well, she'd ha- have to be pretty close now. So I would say that the... I mean, you've got to remember we've got um, Rebecca Stott unfortunately got injured the game before she came into camp. Rhea Purcell was very close to coming in. Not sure about um, Annalie Longo. She's um, touch and go, but there are a few that are still, um, you know, some really quality players that are still, they're still yet to come in. But other than those, I think she's pretty close to, to her squad, I would say, with what she has at the moment. My, there's not there's... much else out there. <laughs> yeah, no. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you about. Uh, you know, I mean, what sort of difference Aria and and Annalie make in the middle of the park, but also uh, between the sticks. Erin um, Naylor, I think, at the moment is there by default. She's been number one for a long time, but I think seeing both Vic Essen and and Elite in their club careers go past her in terms of the level they're performing at. It's just a pity that we don't have them here because they both picked up injuries before this window. Of course, yeah, those two as well. Um, and yeah, Vicky Sin is, is just playing really, really well and, and elite also for her club. And um, I think Erin's um, done a good job between the sticks at times, but I I feel like um, Vic or Annalise are the, the two that we're looking at, probably Vic at the moment. Um, Rhea Percival is just very consistent. You know, she has that real grit as well, but she can. She's a playmaker too. Um, Annalie is is a is a play, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, Annalie Longo is a playmaker too. But coming back from ACL injuries, it's it's a tough one. Um, so Rhea Percival, I, I believe, definitely will be back. She's maybe a month out from you know full being being fully available. Um, so I feel like she will bring a level of um, competitiveness. Um, you know, she's got high standards, so she asks a lot of the players around her when she's on the pitch, so we really need that as well. Um, and, yeah, but, yeah, there's not much left out there for, for Yitka to look at than would, what we've seen at the moment. Yeah, I would say, you know, when Yitka took over from Tom Samani, um, who played a very deep, um, in conservative defensive style of football with the Ferns. First half a dozen games or so, um, the Ferns really looked to express themselves more. They looked better going forward and they started scoring goals. They may not have been winning every game, but they were going they were going forward scoring goals and giving the opposition trouble. Why do you think that has changed? Because uh, it's still the same coach. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know actually um, why. Why? Because so yeah, that's that's true. They um, we started seeing a, a lot more of an attacking minded team, and I know that that's what Yetka has been asking of the team. And um, I'm not sure why um, that has that hasn't translated late lately. Um, but you know, she was using a lot. She had to use a lot of different and younger players. Um, who sometimes come into a, an environment with that level of, you know, they haven't been sort of ground down yet, <laughs> if you know what I mean. You know, like that, they have that um, that flair to just want to, you know, they'll just do whatever they want to do. Um, so I, sometimes I think um, at the moment they might be getting in their own ways and not really. We don't have someone, I mean, Olivia Chance has that, you know, shows that potential of having that real individual flair and, and going at, at the back line and you know she works the ball really well when she does do it and so we need to see more of that from her and other players um just that real sort of maverick type of a player to want to wanna go ahead and score goals yeah i mean love love chance plays for for celtic in the in the scottish league and, and does very well there and she she is a creative player i mean up front hannah wilkinson hasn't always been available but she is back now uh, grace jarley uh coming through those, those two played up front together the other day uh that feels like two of the same sort of player do you think that's the best front too or would you put a page satchel or a, or a love chance higher up the field um yeah, it's hard to do. They are, they are quite similar, similar in build, similar sort of like get the ball, you know, long to them kind of thing. Um, I feel like um, Grace hasn't really hit her, her straps yet. Um, I think she's she's scoring goals for Canberra and she did for, for the Phoenix. So it would be nice to see her um, get a little bit more creative because I know she can. Um but be, oh yeah, it'd be nice to see Liv maybe a little bit further up. I'm not sure, um, but we did. I mean, we just we need to get it in the the top third to to start with, though. So that's a lot of the problem as well. Like they're not getting the service, or if they are, it's a long ball that gets lost really easily. Um, so it's like Smithy said before, it's been able to keep possession and work it up the pitch, and then keep it in the top third, and then make better decisions and um, and and score the opportunities that come in front of us. Um, Michaela Foster, is, uh, I, I think, has been a bit of a revelation for the Phoenix women's team, um, playing as a, as a left-back nominally. Do you see um, a, a role for her come World Cup time? I, I, because I do wonder, you know, Ali Riley's just brought up 150 games for the Ferns, and I know she's still playing professionally in the States at Angel City, but um, I don't know quite where the legs are at with her. I mean, is she a player that you might want to do what they did with Rhea and bring her more centrally um, so she can kind of help dictate play a bit more and, and, and then have a foster come in and, and fill that left back role? Yeah, look, I think um, Mickey did not look out of out of sorts at all. I mean, you know, she didn't look out of her depth at all when she came on and um, I think she's um, a really a good, a great um, player coming in for so I think she'll have a, a role in the World Cup, and going going forward, she'll be a great player to have. And her, that left peg of hers is unbelievable. Um, mm. So yeah, um, I think Ali played centrally against the US and didn't do too badly. It's quite hard to to adjust as um, you know from an outside player into a central defending um, position, and she didn't do too badly. And whether it's you're putting her there so she doesn't have to run as much because she is picking up little niggles here and there now. 
quite a lot. So, um, and and then, um, yeah, M- Mickey prefers to play out on the left, so I feel like that would be a role for her going forward. Maybe not so much um, this campaign, but, yeah, m- moving forward, she could be the next left left back that we have. Maya, this is the last opportunity on home soil. The next time we run out on home soil, it'll be against Norway at Eden Park on uh, July the 20th. But there are opportunities um, in between now and then uh, overseas. Uh, uh, tell us um, a wee bit about those. I actually, I'm not too sure. I know they've got some um, games coming up in April or May. Oh, no, they, they centralise in May, the ones that can. Um, but I think they've got a couple of games offshore in April. I'm not too sure who those are against, though. So they do, but they do have those two opportunities to um, to to be able to solidify that that, that should be the, the squad that will be going into the World Cup. So those will be good games to, you know, get some um, continuity with the players that, that will be going heading into the World Cup. We saw what uh, a home crowd um, and home atmosphere can do for the Black Ferns. And let's be honest, they weren't favourites at all going into their tournament. Uh, I think they're about um, number three or four seed. Do you think a, a really healthy home crowd can have the, uh, the same kind of effect um, for the White Ferns? Will it lift them? Uh, uh, football Ferns, I should say. Lifts. Yeah. And the White Ferns, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it always lifts. It always lifts you when you're in a home crowd and knowing that your family are there. And um, you know they say, they say it's like the twelfth twelfth player when you've got a really good good backing in the in the in the stands. Um, I was at the Chile Haiti game yesterday, and Chile brought a thousand players of people in. Unfortunately, it didn't help them, but um, it it can go so far. But they've still got to they've still got to do what they need to do on the pitch. And yeah, it did. It, it, you know we're really good at. We really want them to do well, and I know the footballing community and New Zealand want them to do really well. And they just want to, you know, get on the bandwagon and and support them. And hopefully they do, no matter what. Anyway, because it's such an amazing tournament coming down to 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 the New Zealand shores. And I still don't think New Zealand understand how big it is. Um, no. And I hope that we do get a massive crowd for these girls to play in front of. I, I believe we will. I think they will. We, we had 12,000 against um, the US, and so it, it shows that the Kiwis really do want to get, get behind the girls, and, you know, that's just a friendly, so hopefully come the World Cup there's at least double that, and there's some big voices in the crowd for, to get behind the girls, because it really does lift lift you, and so yeah, moving forward, I'm I'm really hopeful that the girls will be in a better space, doing much better things with a crowd that's really big and behind them. Cool. Maya Jackman, great to catch up with you and uh, get your thoughts on uh, the, the way you see it currently. Of course, uh, folks, you can get along tonight to North Harbour Stadium. Uh, that's the last time uh, New Zealand won on home soil, incredibly, back in 2012 against China. Maybe we can break the hoodoo there tonight uh, at 7 o'clock. Get along there. Maya, I'm sure you'll be uh, very interested in what unfolds there tonight. Uh, uh, thanks for your time. I uh, really enjoyed it. No, Cheers. no worries. Thanks, Mazzy.